Welcome to the motherhood journey. I am so glad that you're here. This is a space where we allow the daily joys and the tough moments to shape us and build us into the beautiful and powerful women that God originally designed us to be. Let's walk this out, mamas. Let's enjoy the journey of motherhood and see it as the blessing that it is. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're going well. Excited that it is not only summer, but also almost Christmas, which is really fun. Um, I wanted to record a podcast this week about co-sleeping since it got brought up and I did a poll of who wants to hear about it. I thought I would share about it because as I said, even if you are really happy with your sleep routines and you have no need for co-sleeping in your life, I think people find it really interesting how it works. Um, And then there are people out there that are really struggling with sleep and have heard of co-sleeping, but it's a very like far distant distant concept and they're like ah I have so many questions though like how do you make sure your baby's safe how do you do it properly do you sleep well like how do you have sex if you've got your baby there all of those kind of questions that um people want to understand what to do if they were going to co-sleep so hopefully in today's episode I can answer some of that and just kind of encourage you guys in what my journey has been and what and absolute blessing co-sleeping is to me not only that there's so much science out there now that don't take my word for it go out and look yourself of the incredible benefits there are to baby and to mum to co-sleep um it's really interesting my sister-in-law even told me she was watching this documentary about childhood trauma and um the main psychologist guy in it was talking about co-sleeping and he brought that up saying that co-sleeping is an incredibly beneficial thing for a child um to be growing up in, to have that close bond with their mum, especially when they first come out of the womb, to have that place where they are every night, which is smells like mum, hears her heart, is touching her skin, everything smells like milk. It's just a very nice, safe place for baby to be um, in a baby's mind and heart. So yeah, let's dive into today's podcast. So the way that co-sleeping came up for me in my life is that I, I've got three kids now. Um, my first daughter, who's almost about to turn four, she really, really struggled with sleep. And if only I had a heart for co-sleeping, I, I think that for us at that time, four years ago, it would have changed my life. Like I started motherhood, I had a traumatic birth, and then I had this baby who would not sleep in the day or the night. She was pretty happy if she wasn't sleeping, but when it got to the time of sleep and I had like all the books in my mind that were saying they have to get enough sleep, so I was so stressed about getting her to sleep whenever I tried to put her to sleep she would just scream and scream for hours in the day in the night and I remember in the night it was like a whole second world to me like I was literally up all night every month every night so I would like go to bed feeling anxious about what was going to come because it was a whole world for me just being exhausted and trying to get her to sleep not only that I would get her to sleep and then I'd lay her down and within minutes I'd lie down and she'd start crying again so if only I could have co-slept and had her nice and warm and safe with me, she would have possibly not had all of those issues. So when um, we had Hazel as a baby, my husband was like, please let her sleep with us. Um, it just makes everything so much easier. And I was like, no, I was like so firm. I was like, we cannot have her sleep with us because I literally just thought there's no way to keep her safe. Like, how will I know if one of us will squish her? Um, I was just like, it is just not safe enough. And I had literally the classic excuse that you would hear just from a casual person out there in the world who has done no research, doesn't even understand the topic and just has built this very firm opinion, (laughs) which is based on nothing, which is insane that we do that sometimes. Like I so often am like, 
challenging myself now when I have really strong opinions because I'm like so in that time four years ago I had a very strong opinion like I fought my husband on it I wouldn't allow him to sleep with her or me to sleep with her because in my mind I just thought it's not safe but yet what built that like I didn't learn about co-sleeping I didn't even understand what it actually was um I just had others I suppose in my life growing up telling me it was not safe for the world and then I stood my ground and I did not let my husband do it um so anyway we had that situation go on and then for my second child I was like all right like a lot had changed for me my mind had opened a lot I was like okay we'll try co-sleeping and I co-slept with him but I co-slept in a different way I do now so I had him sleep on top of my chest on his tummy because it was the only way I found that he would fall asleep which to this day he still only sleeps on his tummy which was actually awesome because because I co-slept he was able to sleep on his tummy and be safe because he was on my chest and I would put my hand over his back and he would sleep but if he was like in a cot he's not safe being wrapped and on his tummy so we would have had a lot of issues so with him I found it so much easier to get through those first few months um, but unfortunately I stopped co-sleeping after four months so because of that we thought let's like give him the nice close time when he's young but now he's grown up a bit more and we can get him into a sleep routine <laughs> terrible idea that was just so <laughs> not what works and i also i co-slept him different than i do this son i even though i co-slept with him on my chest i would still sit up every time and feed him sitting up and then lie back down so it was awesome way 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 better than our daughter he still fell asleep instantly as I lied down with him but I had to physically get up get the pillows behind my back feed him and lie back down whereas this time oh and side note about my son after we transitioned him he still did not fall he did not sleep well he would wake up multiple times a night and then it was just dramas again for months and months and months and we were like no we'll be really strict and we'll take the dummy away and we'll just smash it out no that's just not works that is just not what works at all with my children like it just I finally realized it getting to my third to just allow them to be babies who just need you um and life is so much easier but a quick side note on Noah what ended up got getting him to sleep um like through the night or pretty well was Jesus so when we got to like I don't know what it was like seven or eight months and Noah still was not sleeping well at night at all um we I just was like all right I've tried every method and obviously doesn't work I'm just going to stand on the word and I was really pressing in at that time of understanding the power of my tongue so I wrote all these scriptures for sleep and I just declared over his flesh when I went in there I didn't get angry I didn't get upset I just went and laid on my hand on him and was like flesh you have peace now in Jesus name and you go to sleep and I just spoke scriptures over him in the day I prayed for him every night and one, that brought so much peace to my heart while doing it instead of being so stressed. And two, after three months of doing that, he then slept like a normal human. So he'd wake up here and there, but mainly he'd slept through the night from that point onwards, which was amazing. Anyway, now to third baby. <laughs> what I do with Kai, which I love, and I'll definitely be doing for like his first year of life or maybe beyond if he wants that, maybe less if he wants. I'm just going to go with his vibe and what he's liking is um that I sleep with him in my bed he doesn't sleep on top of me thankfully <laughs> it's a bit hectic having my baby sleep right on top of me for a long time but he sleeps like knocked no, like <laughs> squished up under my arm um and his head is kind of like up on my shoulder or on my arm or he'll lie on his back right next to me um and Kai's co-sleeping is awesome because I literally don't get up I just lie down have him on me and when he wakes I literally just turn and breastfeed him 
sideways lying and then I'll flip him to the other side breastfeed him while lying and then we both just fall asleep with each other every night and so no lights are turned on no nappies are changed I feel like I've had pretty good sleep every morning um and I just love that and Kai is so content and it's honestly the most beautiful bonding moment every night after my day I get to lie in bed and I get him from his bed which I'll explain in a minute put him in my arms feed him and then I just look at his little face with like the dimmed light on and I just am like you're at rest and he's just peaceful and he's in my arms right next to my face and it is just such a precious moment every night for me to just see him like that and wake up in the morning with him lying on me just so peaceful and um yeah it's a real gift especially when you have other children running around demanding your attention that I just have that bonding time with him all night it's just really precious to my heart so answering some common questions I guess the first one is how do you co-sleep so it's different for everyone and you need to do what's right for you but there are a few safety standards to follow um, but in basic terms co-sleeping is where you sleep with your baby in your bed with you so there's beds you can attach that's not really co-sleeping co-sleeping is like they're yeah, part of the people in your bed um, a few safety tips but you can google this it's all very simple um, is yeah so you need to be on board with your husband with this you guys need to make some decisions of how your bedding is going to look like and what you're going to do with your kids so I'm one of those people who are a bit hesitant of if my husband is aware enough when he's asleep to not squish the baby I know I am 100% aware enough I just I just know I am I am like literally switched on perked awake if my children in the room across the house make a noise if my baby even moves I am awake um but him, he is quite a deep sleeper. I have to like wake him up and he doesn't even wake up when the baby's crying with me next to him. Um, to manage that, what we do is that um, some of the basic rules with co-sleeping is not to have like lots of loose blankets, not have loose pillows. Um, some people say to put your bedding really low down in the bed and then the baby has the whole top area or put a barrier on the side of your bed and give the baby the side next to you not in the middle so that they um, have their own area things like that what we do personally is that we make sure that Brad's head and pillow are down the bed quite a bit um, so that the doona is up to his neck height but for me and Kai where we are it's only up to my belly button and it just goes over his like hips um, and he, he Brad also if he rolls to either side because he's so low down compared to where me and Kai are it wouldn't matter he's not touching him um, and another thing we do is that I just keep Kai under my arm or literally lying flat on his back but with his arm pressed up against my arm one so he doesn't roll into me because the mattress would dent a little bit but also he is so close to me that I know that Brad wouldn't be able to squish him um I also thankfully sleep in one position and I don't move in my sleep so I sleep flat on my back or curved up on the side if I'm feeding him and I won't move and I know I won't move and I'll often like have my hand over Kai's tummy or on his arm holding him where he is um to make sure that he's staying safe it's really incredible though you kind of have to do it yourself because all these things sound like yeah but what about this but it's crazy like when you just do it it's such a natural thing that it just really does work and if you, especially if you can breastfeed and it's maybe summer months or something like that and you wear no top, then it's even less likely hand of anything going wrong with them, like breathing or suffocating or got something going over them. Because if you kind of, if you do it yourself, you can look at all the curves and where God's made everything. And um, 
it just perfectly works. Nothing's going to go over their face and even if they're pressed up against your skin, they can still breathe, which is really awesome. Um, but yeah, there's some of the things that me and Brad do. So Kai will sleep on either side of me, but he's always up in my arm or right next to me and Brad's low enough down so that um, nothing can really happen to Kai. Downsides is that Brad's legs do stick off the end of the bed. So he's an absolute trooper letting me do this because, not letting me, he's actually really passionate about co-sleeping as well. Um, and the downside for me is that it's hard to keep warm in winter months because my top half doesn't have a blanket on it. Um, and also I do sleep in quite awkward positions sometimes because if I'm falling asleep on my side or um, even breastfeeding on the side, I find can hurt my back and legs a little bit. Um, but the benefits of me being a mum with three kids and feeling like I'm sleeping great far, far, far outweighs a few aches and pains that I wake up with, have a shower and they're gone compared to literally being up all night with a screaming baby. So like me and Kai, like, like I feel like I literally don't wake up in the night, which is incredible. I just roll over, feed him. We both fall back asleep in the dark all through the night. He wakes up probably four or five times through the night and I feel fine, which is Awesome. So that's a few basic safety things. Um, I definitely, definitely recommend you research yourself and you talk to your own midwife if you just had a baby because my midwife came in and set the bed up for me and told me positions I could put my baby in and what positions I could sleep in. And all of that is so helpful because co-sleeping, I should have said this at the start, is not for everyone. Um, if you're a drinker, a smoker, take any drugs. If you're overweight, um, then you should not be co-sleeping. Um, and if you're not on a proper flat bed, you shouldn't be co-sleeping. Um, like you shouldn't really be doing it like on a couch or surfaces that are more like, like a water bed that can kind of bend in a lot. Um, so you do, you do need to definitely do it wisely, but I, if anything, it's really cool. Like my midwife is a super, um, advocate for co-sleeping and something that all mums sometimes can worry about when you first have your babies is SIDS because everyone talks about that. Um, and there's some misconceptions that people believe co-sleeping can contribute to that, which I think is when you do co-sleeping wrong. If you've drunk the night before, if you're on drugs, if you're if you're just not wise about it, then maybe. But my midwife's opinion is like she actually believes that co-sleeping and baby wearing are what prevents is a, a big preventer of SIDS because your baby is so close to you. You can hear its every breath. Like if it stopped breathing or if it choked, it's not lying on its back in the best and you have to run over to it and help it. It is right there and you are ready to help that baby and take care of them. Um, so if anything for me, having my baby sleep right on me, right next to me is my biggest assurance that I know they are so safe and they're so sound in mama's arms. So I guess the last two questions that I would want to touch is, um, one is how do you have sex if your baby is sleeping in your bed and goes to bed with you? So, um, for some people, this may be very obvious for me, it's very obvious, but people ask me this, so I will share it on here. Um, when we put our baby to sleep with Noah, he would not go to sleep at night unless he was on me. So I would go to bed with him. And I think that also made us not want to keep doing it for four after four months because I felt like I couldn't really enjoy my night. Um, but with Kai, we put him to sleep and then transition him into his snuggle me that lies on our mattress. And then when I come to bed, I pick him up out of that, change his nappy and feed him. And then we both go to sleep together. I do that every night just so I can get a good feed in to him and have a longer stretch of sleep. But um, with, um, with either children, all you do is just pick them up and put them in in another room while they're wrapped <laughs> or we also have a bassinet in our room just to like put him in if, if we need be just put him in his bassinet and then take the bassinet out of the room and then you guys can sleep together and then bring them back and, and go to bed um so it's really really not a big deal um 
you, I'm sure that you'll be able to figure out ways around it if that is something that you um, want to be pursuing in your marriage, which I highly, highly recommend. Um, yeah, so that answers that question. And then I guess the last question on co-sleeping is how do you ever get them to sleep by themselves then? Um, I'm a firm believer that um, if you do what I guess is right for your child and what is right in your heart that that is more important than being able to tick all those boxes of like I just want life to be easy and I want my baby to be able to sleep by themselves for me I can't give you too much advice on this I had a child first child who we didn't do co-sleeping with had terrible sleep for over two years next child only stopped having a terrible sleep when I like stood firm on the word and this child who knows (laughs) he sleeps totally fine in my arms but sorry that's my kids playing in the background but I really just believe that when we feel ready, like around a year or maybe a little bit longer, we'll just very gently and very progressively guide him to be able to sleep in his own bed. And I honestly think through building this bond, this acceptance, this belonging, this safety, I honestly think he's going to find it much easier to fall asleep in his bedroom with his brothers and sisters than he would have if I tried, if I had a year of him screaming himself to sleep every night. Um, so for me, that's not really a concern. Um, and I know many, many people who co-sleep and then when they feel the time is right, they just in a gentle way, teach them how to go to sleep in their own bed. If that's them sitting with them for a while at the start or patting them again, even when they're one, whatever it is, like you got to do what's right for you. But I definitely don't think that's a reason not to co-sleep if you're worried about, will they be in your bed when, when they're a teenager? That's just like such a fake fallacy. Alrighty, I will finish this up now. I've rambled a little bit, but please message me if you have more questions on co-sleeping and if this could bless your life because it surely has blessed mine. Again, it's not for everyone, so please just address that yourselves. Um, Alrighty, let's pray um, and then keep enjoying our day. Um, Lord Jesus, thank you for the gift of children and babies. Thank you, Lord, that you have made this. You have designed this. This is your perfect and wonderful design. And it truly can be a beautiful and an enjoyable time. And you have given us tips and tricks and ways that we can get through those more challenging things like sleep. Um, I thank you, God, for bringing co-sleeping to me and for bringing the people into my life who shared it with me and gave me the courage to look into it. And I pray if there's anyone out there listening, Lord, who's struggling with sleep or just wants to enjoy that bond but has that fear that you would work with them Holy Spirit you would guide them in what your truth is and what your answer is for them as a family and give them the courage to not just go with the flow of what people say but do what is right for them and know that you are going to hold them and cover them through that I pray for a blessing over these mums and that you would help us all to be at rest and be at peace and be a strength for our children as we raise them and grow them in your good love thank you Lord amen If you enjoyed tuning in today, subscribe here and connect with me over on Instagram where you can DM me or find my email as I'd love to connect deeper and pray with you.